does anything. But we are live now on Facebook and YouTube. Usually Twitch is a little bit behind. So welcome, welcome to the show. Very, very late due to some technical difficulties on my part. Really trying to upgrade the setup here. I literally have a 4K camera sitting here that I can't figure it out. And if you can hear, there's new audio, which was much needed for the whole setup just to make it all sound more crisp um, and all of our future podcasts to sound crisp. Um, and yeah, so I am here today with Miss Ashley. She's one of she's become one of our good friends over the past almost a year now that we've known each other. Um, she came out and helped out on our hemp farm last year for harvest. And ever since then, we've just been kind of connecting. She's helped us with our website because she's very much involved with everything to do with cannabis and CBD compliance. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself a little bit more for the people that may not know who you are. Hi, my name is Ashley Boucher. Um, like Adam was saying, um, I do work in cannabis compliance. I actually became the first accredited responsible vendor trainer in Massachusetts, um, which is very exciting for me. Um, I am in the process of getting my SEO supplier diversity certification um, as a minority and female owned business. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm also joining um, the High Dash Curious Network. It's an app, so you can download that. Um, that High Curious Network is a safe place for people to um, open the discussion about cannabis. Um, if you're curious about using cannabis in any type of way um, and how you might use that in your everyday life, um, that's really important because when we talk about um, compliance, it's important um, in cannabis, it's important that that you're having these conversations uh, because there's a lot that we actually can't say compliantly about how uh, cannabis can help us. So joining that network allows for a community discussion about how cannabis can be used as a medicine without breaking those compliance regulations. Yeah, it's, it's so important. Uh, we, I remember in the beginning of like setting up the website and everything, we thought we had our wording all set. It was going to be all good. But uh, we weren't. We had to change a little bit of our writing to make sure that we didn't get in any kind of trouble at all. And that's, you know, like really your forte is trying to figure out um, how to word things in a way that you could say the same thing that you wanted to say without getting in trouble, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, that's tricky. And then the FDA always throws other things like, oh, no, you can't say that word. You can't say that word. But um, it's kind of like playing a dancing game around what you can say. You have to be very creative about how you say like your products help people um, like saying heal versus soothe, like heal, noncompliant. You can say soothe. But then if you associate that with any specific ailment, like, or if you say it soothes your inflammation, well, then it's like, well, is it a medical product or not? Um, and it becomes very challenging to compliantly uh, market your products because you know it's medicine and you know it helps people. But the FDA limits on how much you can actually say that it helps people. So how do you get that information out? Um it, it makes it very challenging um, and it's really a disservice to consumers uh, because it's important that we know how this might affect our bodies and understanding how it's positively affected other people. Um, cannabis like saved my life, literally saved my life 
Uh, but I was so afraid to um, get back into it. I used it as a um, teenager, early 20s, uh, a lot, but I was really nervous to get back into it because of the stigma associated with it. Uh, but once I started doing research and learning, um, it saved my life. It changed my life for the better. But it's really difficult to find that information and trust the information when the FDA shuts everything down. Uh, so it's really tricky. And then finding like which products are actually uh, working well, like the stuff you get in your gas station that has no CBD in it, that has no therapeutic value to it, um, but they're allowed to sell that. And then actual true healing products, like what you're providing um, with your with your hemp farm, um, you can't say that this actually might help someone. So it, it sucks. <laughs> One of those things is like, no matter how many people come to you and say, like, oh, my God, your product has been so amazing for us. It's helped us in ways that I can't even thank you for. And we can't even really use that on the website. You know, like we I've been told that we can't even use testimonials. And that to me is like criminal because for I understand that if, if companies are making medical claims, I understand it, why they need to be shut down, because that's not good. But if people have experiences with a product and they want to talk about that experience with a product to the world they should be able to they should be able to but then you have companies that pay people to give those testimonies so then you kind of don't know you know is this a a marketing scheme to get the person to purchase this product um so there's like a lot of moving parts to it that it makes it very complicated um so it's really hard unless the testimonial is like, hey, I used your chapstick and it made my lips feel nice and smooth. And they were super, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, that's not making any medical claims. But if I was to say, hey, I used um, your salve and it took away um, my arthritic pain. Well, this is solving someone's real issue, giving them their life back and their quality of life back. And you can't say that um, because it's making a medical claim. And according to the FDA, according to the government, cannabis has no meta medicinal value. So not at all. I've never used it as any kind of medicine. I don't think that it's effective for any kind of treatment whatsoever. <laughs> it's and and um when we talk about like consumer safety, why don't they mark make it so that consumers can be protected by shutting down those that are selling stuff in gas stations? Um you know, use your my least favorite thing. Mine too. Mine too. Cigarettes, but can't let us talk about the therapeutic benefits of C B D. Yeah. Um I really became frustrated and upset with the you know traditional medical kind of market uh, when I was um, I was consulting with a hematology lab and every time I would go in there they were like yeah we have um, these pharmaceutical reps that come in here every single day and they just you know buy a lunch and do this and they're pushing all of these medications that have no ther real therapeutic value <laughs> to their patients and that's in my opinion anyway. Um, because a lot of those cancer patients, you know, didn't, didn't make it. So it was, um, it was just eye opening for me that I'm like, wait, these pharmaceutical companies can, I don't know, they can just sell whatever they want because it's FDA approved. Um, and 
FDA approvals and stuff are not consistent. <laughs> they're not. They're very. It's it's very challenging. Like if you read any of what you know their approvals or or watch their videos or they have these crazy charts. Um, a lot of like the medical technology that you have today. Um, that's old technology, and they never actually even tested that. They say, well, it's the same as what was previously approved, so we approve it. Oh, that was the same as what was previously approved, so we approve it. So, it, yeah, there's a lot that um, I think the FDA is um, giving a disservice to to consumers and to people who need healing. Um, I feel very fortunate that I am. So I'm a medical patient in Massachusetts. And so I'm lucky that I get my medication. One thing I will say that for me, being a medical patient in Massachusetts, um, you know, retail shut down. So, so imagine if medical was shut down, if I couldn't get my medication, you know, my medication being cannabis, I wouldn't really face any physical effects of withdrawal for me personally. Um, but I have taken, you know, I've taken antidepressants, anxiety medication, um, and like health medication that would literally kill me if I stopped taking it. Like if the supply chain shut down, that would kill me. But no doctor actually ever told me that <laughs> um, until I tried to stop taking it and I researched it and I was like, yes possibly kill you i'm like thank you for not telling me uh what i was signing up for <laughs> uh courtney said that you are adorable ashley thanks <laughs> kelly says that she loves the cbd chapstick i love our cbd chapstick too it's one of our one of my favorite for products that we have it's just like you got to use it like once a week it's kind of like a catch-22 because it's like we don't sell a lot of them like once every three months somebody buys it <laughs> but, but like people love it so it's like a kind of a catch-22 it doesn't make us a ton of money but it's one of those products that people absolutely love well isn't that isn't that a good thing that people don't need to buy it right because i actually um never ever use chapstick because it always leaves my lips dry and so then when you know for the giveaway that you guys sponsored which was my whole video on the other thing um i'll explain that in a minute but um, I was like, oh, I have some chapstick. Like I brought some chapstick. Oh. Have all my favorite things with me in my in my bucket. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, this chapstick actually makes my lips feel very soft. And then um, I was like, I didn't have to. I didn't have to use it for like a week, and I really pretty much don't have to use it. And I was like, oh, so this actually works. This will probably last me for a very long time. And so, yeah, that's why it's probably not your biggest seller. We don't ever stop making it. The other thing. Was medical was a life changer for me with chronic migraines. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Thank you. <laughs> and um, so, oh, I have one of these too, right? Your hey. Rolands. Yep. I'll tell you. So I w had some very achy knees. And I was like, all right, I'm going to test this to see if it works. So I put it on my knees and I'm like, all right, I'm going to test it. Right. And then how I knew it worked was because when the pain came back, it was like five hours later. So I was like, oh, OK. Really um, because it's basically like if you look at it at the cannabinoid content that it has, it's basically the same cannabinoid content as the extra strength salve. 
So it's kind of like a cheat code, you know, like it's, it's a product that we were able to release for as an under $25 product. So we can hopefully get in some gas stations soon, but it was also something that's like, this is technically extra strength. And we're really thinking about releasing uh, a 600 milligram paint roller. And that would be like extra, extra. It would be four times stronger than our extra strength sap. Crazy. That would be, that would be sweet. But sorry, I, I feel like I, I interrupted you. I just had like a thought and I was like, aha. Yeah, no, I just wanted to explain if anybody saw my video, my coming out of the cannabis closet video. Um, so, and I just wanted to say that you guys had sponsored my little giveaway um, that I did with that coming out of the cannabis closet video. Um, and that was for the High Curious Network. It was like for their big premiere on 420. Um, everybody that got your products um, loves, loves the products anyway. So they got, I don't know, I didn't, I don't remember all the states, but I know California, maybe Colorado is like five different, five or six different states. So it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Thank you. So thank much. you guys for sponsoring that. Yeah. Well, if you do another one, we'll, we'll definitely sponsor it again. Yeah. Angel says, uh, I truly believe you two have the power to end the stigma around cannabis. That's awesome. Thank you, Angel. Yeah. We're trying, um, we're trying, you know, I think a big part of that is kind of just talking about your experiences with cannabis, right? So what was your first experience with cannabis like? Oh, so glad you asked. Um, it's, I, it's everything I do. It's pr probably pretty funny because I'm so ridiculous. Um, but it was when I was in high school. I think I was 17, um, and I had been completely anti-cannabis, anti-weed. Like I was, I did not want to ever smoke it because I thought that it was just a bad thing. And then one day I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try smoking weed today. Um, it was just a weird thought. And then my boyfriend at that time had like crashed his car and he was like, I know you don't like smoking weed, but I just need to smoke weed. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so we smoked weed. I got a cheeseburger. Um, it was, a, we smoked weed down in Little Bay in Fairhaven. I don't know if you know where that is. Um, and it was, it was wonderful. And I was like, I know I'm stoned because I'm in the car and the trees are outside. <laughs> was the first time I smoked weed and it was um a love story up until I got pregnant and then I was like oh I can't smoke weed and then I became and I was like a mom and I'm like I can't can't do it moms don't do this um and then I got sick and I was having a lot of you know mental health issues and physical issues and people were trying to get me back into cannabis and now I fell back in love with cannabis so it was pretty good yeah it's definitely a really cool story how how is how complicated does it get being also not only a mother but a christian and being somebody who really enjoys cannabis and uses it medicinally well we'll see <laughs> no um it's no it was it was hard um this is kind of like a coming out party right yeah, so I came out like on the High Curious Network, which I kind of did yep. like some promoing here, but then I was like all in my safe place there. And people know, like they know, but they don't, we don't really talk about it. Um, so it's more like I'm becoming more open. 
Yeah, which is is scary, but it's exciting um, because I think I believe in the power of this plant. Um, and and the more research I did, uh, there's like no there. You know, this is a man made thing to hate this plant um, because it has all of the goodness found in every like other single plant in nature is like all concentrated into this one beautiful plant. Um, so it, it it's tricky because you know people have a an opinion of it and i don't want to force the change of any opinion but i just want to be who i am stand in my journey and my truth and if that changes your opinion then i'll be glad to share my experiences and if it doesn't then that's fine that's your truth and that's your thing um but i think i struggled internally with it you know i'm like this makes me a bad mom well no it actually makes me a better mom um because you know, the the wine or the booze that I would have, you know, because this is this is okay. This is socially acceptable. Made me a terrible mom. It made me a terrible wife. It made me a terrible person. It made me feel terrible. Um, and it didn't make me a good Christian either, right? So cannabis, it it's it's changed my life and that is it's just for the better. So a better mom, a better Christian, a better person. Um, I don't want to have to struggle with that stigma anymore. And I don't think anybody else should either. So that's why I'm sharing, you know, my story and my. I agree with what Kelly said. Cannabis moms, they need to support each other. You know, like I think everybody in cannabis really needs to come together for each other. You know, like when you see somebody that's down, help them up. That's just like simply how this works. And I, it's funny because i don't think there's too many industries in the world like the cannabis industry like where everybody is so willing to be able to help each other it's not really even an industry it, it really is a community and it just so happens to turn into a uh, an industry you know so it, it's kind of a beautiful thing to see and and the amount of people that preach that this plant is is has saved their life has changed their way of life. I know with me, I can't eat when I, if I don't smoke, my stomach is screwed up from taking years, like from years of taking, uh, Excedrin migraine. When I used to have hot headaches every day, I would take like four to eight of them a day. And each Excedrin migraine is like, my, my neurologist said it was like two cups of coffee, each pill. And I was taking four to eight of them a day. And it's also high in aspirin. And it's also high in acetaminophen. So all those things really screwed me up. And I have like, it like created really bad IBS as I'm getting older. It, um, the, the stomach pains I get, I can't even describe them. I can't even describe them. I've never been scoped or anything. So I don't know if they like created an ulcer or what the issue is, but without smoking, I can't eat. But like Courtney will see it. I'll go downstairs. I can't eat. And I'm like, oh, I'll come upstairs. I'll do a dab. Appetite. My stomach doesn't really hurt. I'm able to eat the whole meal. It's perfectly fine. You know, like it just, it really is miraculous what this can do. And that's not even like the most serious of my stuff, as serious as that sounds, you know, like for anxiety. Oh my God. The first time I took like our, our CBD, that was, that was higher strength. 
I felt the anxiety go away. I felt it. Like I literally, I sat, I, I took it. I waited like a half hour and then I, my mind kind of just stopped. And I was like, is this what not having anxiety is like? <laughs> Jared says he was the same with headaches. Sherry says, hi. Green nurse says, hey. Hey, green nurse. Hey, Sherry. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, ladies, for showing up. Um, we've actually had a pretty steady amount of viewers on this. I, I, uh, I didn't realize how much easier it was to share from my laptop than my phone. But, like, I was able to share it to all the groups without missing a beat talking to you. Like, it, this was great. This was great. <laughs> I shared it on my phone real quick when we started. As soon as I saw it pop up, I was like, share. You're like, so. boom. <laughs> Got to get that done. Yeah. So, where, so, so you're working with the CCC right now, right? I thought you were, you were one so, of the so, trainers. So this is, it's, it's so, it's a misconception. Like everybody thinks that I work for the CCC, but I do not work for them. I am accredited by them. So I am not um, an agent of the CCC. Uh, and if you don't know what the CCC is, that is the Cannabis Control Commission. They regulate um, the sales of cannabis in Massachusetts. But no, I just, I, designed a responsible vendor training program. I submitted it and became accredited by them. So I don't work for them, um, but I'm accredited by them and my I am my own company. So I don't know if that clarifies it because a lot of people will think like, oh, you're with the CCC. And it's like, well, no, I'm still a private company and I just have this accreditation, which I do have to um, keep active. And if you want to hear a really cool story about my responsible vendor training uh, program, I will share one with you. Um, so, <laughs> so when I um, first learned about the program, I was working for an establishment. And one of the um, recommendations are like, I mean, one of the requirements is that you can't work for an establishment. So like I left my job. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to do it. Um, and I spent like a week, you know, writing this, this program, um, just like locked in my, <laughs> I do everything like my bedroom, that's my office. Um, so I was like locked in my bedroom for a week. And right before that, my computer had broken. And so I had a friend like, let me borrow a computer because I couldn't buy another one. Um, and so I wrote that on like a hundred dollar Chromebook um, in, in a very short amount of time. And I prayed for it, and then I was, and it was, it was a, an amazing blessing to be um, accredited. And the funnier thing is that I didn't even know, like nobody ever told me that. Oh yeah, well you're going to be on the meeting minutes. Um, somebody called me and was like, oh, so I saw that you're getting accredited for this, and we need this training. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. And then I hung up the phone and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I called my husband and he thought I was like dying, <laughs> but it was, it was a pretty cool moment. So. Hmm. Yeah, that definitely clarifies it a lot. So you are an important asset to the CCC to make sure that all of the dispensaries stay compliant essentially. Yeah. So they have to take a responsible vendor training program, um, you know, at license, 
usually, you know, before they get their final license. It's weird now because, you know, the program came out after people got their licensing licenses and now, you know, so, so it's weird, but you know, the way it's written is that they have to take it before they get their final license. And then every agent has to take it yearly. So every year you have to take, um, responsible vendor training. It's fun. It's, uh, it's a lot of compliance. So, so I try to make it as fun as possible um, and not as boring, you know, because compliance can be very boring. I will say doing it is, I do miss doing it. It's been a while since I've been out there. Anybody's been out there, but um, one of the, my favorite things is that it, it really opens a dialogue between like all of the employees that are in that establishment. They, they start asking questions. And it's really like exciting to see that, you know, people, because I would say um, a conversation is really true education, right? Because everything's relative to each other and relative to the situation. And so when people start talking and having that conversation, they open up those doors and windows for, you know, for real education. So that's exciting. That's one of my favorite um, things to see is when they, they start learning. Yeah. I, I love educating. I think that's still after everything. My favorite thing to do is educate. It's like to see people go from not knowing at all to really starting to like put a truer story to cannabis, you know, kind of like this, the stigma of it. They're kind of like, wait, that's not true. It, that you, It won't. It won't kill your brain cells. It it won't make you stupid, but uh, uh, it can it can really help people's ailments. What do you mean? <laughs> and then they try it for something, and seeing is believing, and all of a sudden they become a preacher of it. It's funny. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I once I did a class for a police department. Because they were like, I was after there was that New York bust. Um, there was a whole bunch of hemp that got busted, right? They were like, we got all this marijuana off the streets, and I was like, wait, 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 no. <laughs> um, maybe they just need someone to tell them, like, you can't do that, because yeah, you know, I, it's it doesn't work that way. And so I emailed a whole bunch of local police departments and I had one actually respond and I did it. Um, and they actually loved it. They were like, this is great. Um, I was supposed to go back and then this happened. Um, but hopefully it'll start, you know, once we'll see what happens, but it was, it was great. Um, because they don't know, there's a lot that they don't know and they were actually very willing to learn. And then, a lot of them were um, actually like, oh, can we use CBD? Like, wh where can we get this? Like, my doctor said I should use it. Like, we need to use it. Um, so they're actually interested in, in in this plant. But, you know, there are restrictions for for use for them um, because they are drug tested. And I, it's hard to know, will um, THC potentially end up? In your screen and you know you can't really say that for sure because there are so many different factors um you know but i'm just you know things will change um one day but they're you know they're 
interested. A lot of people are interested. Um, so once we see the government start to loosen up these regulations around the plant, um, I think we'll see a happier and healthier world. We actually got uh, probably about a week before shutdown, we got shoplifted from the first for the first time at the malls. And the the officer came by and was asking a bunch of questions and i was kind of thinking like he was digging to try to get us in trouble but really he was he was asking for himself and it ended up being that he was too scared with the trace amounts of thc in there to take it so he was like i told him that we're working on a broad spectrum line and that it would you definitely pass a drug test with it and he was like oh hmm, i'll just take a card for some other time maybe <laughs> andrew nelson says we took ashley's class at my work it was great super informative ashley go ashley everybody throw up hearts in the chat for ashley yeah throw me hearts gotta, I, I, I better see some hearts you gotta see <laughs> <laughs> um kellyanne said the medication they had her on made her lose so much weight made her look like a skeleton let me guess you found cannabis <laughs> right you your appetite back and you were able to get to a more normal weight if i predicted <laughs> it let me know <laughs> yeah there was a time when i couldn't get off of my couch like i would wake up in the morning i would make breakfast i would make the kids lunch to go off to school and then i would sit on the couch all day I would be lucky if I had enough energy to take a shower and then my husband would come home from work and he would have to do dinner, do their homework and all of this because either, you know, my head was so bad I couldn't open my eyes um, because the light, you know, I was so sensitive to the light or my heart was um, racing. You know, I once had my heart resting heart rate at 180 beats per minute. Like that's not normal. Um, I had a lot of GI problems. I once like, my my whole GI system pretty much shut down for a month, I think was like the longest time. Um, and now if I get any of those little like flare ups, which used to last weeks, um, it lasts maybe three days. So like the quality of my life from like just being bound to the couch to now, oh, hey, like I accomplished something big. I couldn't have done it without cannabis, so. Yeah. I, I completely agree. There's so many days where I've woken up and I'm so sore. I can like barely move, but there's work to be done, done, done with <laughs> this work to be done. And on a farm, you can't just kind of be like, I'll put it off. Like, it's like, no, you have to do this or everything's going to die and go to shit. <laughs> so it's like you, you have to do things and you have to push through. And so many times I would just roll up a joint, I'd go head to the farm and light up the joint while I'm working. A few hours later, I'm like, damn, I'm done. I just worked for like six hours and I could barely move before I was smoking. <laughs> it just, it gets me through my whole day a lot, honestly. Like if I feel myself like getting frustrated with my, with my son, I'll come upstairs, do a little dab, go back downstairs. And now I'm more patient and smiley. It's it's an amazing thing, really, what it does to like completely switch your mindset within a within a second, especially if you dab. <laughs> have you have you done dabs? I have. <laughs> 
I have done dabs, but my lungs are not very good. So, like the last time I did a dab, I don't know, I got pleurisy. So, I'm not doing that, right? So, I say cannabis is, you know, is good, but all the, the methods sometimes don't agree, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's just you have to know yourself and know your limitations. But on 420, I took a bong rip and I coughed and I had just eaten dinner. I was out. Oh my gosh. It was like, it was terrible. And then a week later I did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, why did I do this again? Um, so yeah. 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 I coughed too much. That's but, crazy. I wonder what causes that. Yeah. I have just had really, really bad lungs. Kelly loves dabs. Kelly, we it's, love you for loving dabs. Yeah. She was the last one I did a dab with. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So she's like reliving this moment right now. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, she wasn't there when I when I got sick. Uh, but Andrew Andrew was there one time, but a long, long time ago. <laughs> Andrew, my Andrew? No, Andrew Nelson, the one who commented on here. Uh, I said my Andrew, like he's my <laughs> husband or something. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. It's like I'm in a relationship with Courtney, and then I have like a whole other relationship with with Andrew. I even say that to to Courtney. I'll be like, no, no, my my other significant other. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you must spend a lot of time because you run a business together. Oh my god, yeah, more time than anybody else, in, including me. Uh, like before the shutdown, obviously, as the shutdown happened, we see each other a lot less, but. It's uh, still more than anybody besides Nia and Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So my husband is my business partner. <laughs> so we're just, yeah, we're always together. So you want to yeah, see what I'm Your husband's laughing at uh, my Andrew. <laughs> you laugh at me, Jared, right? He's my so Andrew. It's funny because his and he has his Andrew. So uh, is that is that him? Um, is it Andrew Nelson? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that story doesn't need to be told. That's really <laughs> um, Kelly says it's hilarious too. The story. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a few people do dabs and throw up. I've seen a few people do dabs and throw up. Um, pass out it's so funny i'm having a hard time right now because when i talk there's a one second echo in my ears because i'm like remember i said like i couldn't get my headphones to work through the microphone <laughs> so it's like every time i talk i can hear myself so i'm trying to like ignore myself i'm like <laughs> weirdest thoughts ever i can't, I can't make it go away <laughs> yes I'm, you can roll it up faster I'm just I'm just super appreciative of you uh, for being patient with me because everything basically went to shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, I can't get my new camera to work. And then Andrew texts me and says, did you flick the, the button from picture to video? And then when you were talking one of the times, I got up and got a beer and I checked and I didn't. So I think that might have been the fix. And I'm hoping it is. Because nice. that would mean besides my headphones working properly i have everything working and that means i'm closer <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's probably really good at troubleshooting from working in the lab 
Yes. yes. Did you plug it in? Is it plugged in? Yes. Believe it or not, sometimes that is really the issue. Um, yeah, I've, I, I worked at AT&T for a long time, and I can't tell you the amount of people that came in with their iPhones, and they're like, my, my iPhone shut down. It hasn't been working for days. I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. And then I press the home button and power, and power cycle it, and it restarts. And they're like, <laughs> what do you do? And I'm just like, this is how you soft reset your phone. <laughs> if this ever happens again, this is all you have to do. But please come see me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty, like, so I'm pretty sure I have done that. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, my computer is broken. And I'm like, wait, I didn't charge it. It's dead. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm ditzy. I saw so much of that at the cell phone store. <laughs> it was so funny. So funny. Uh, there was so many like older customers that just didn't get it. And there was there was also times where I remember this one time in in, in particular um, where an older couple lost their son, unfortunately, and they called the help desk and they wouldn't cancel the line for free. And they came into the store and they told me that and I was just like, that's really messed up. So I called the help desk. Mind you, I'm not making money from that. That's not a sale for me. That's nothing for me. I just was like, I know how to talk to these people. I know how to get what I want because I talk to them five times a day. <laughs> and I'm going to call them. And I went through like three different people, like three different times of calling. And I finally got this lady from Texas. And she's like, hey, how's it going? My name's Darla. Hope you're having a great day. And I'm like, this is the one. So I told her the whole situation. Needless to say, by the end of it, I got all of the charges canceled. I got like the last three months refunded back to them from his line and a couple other charges too. And I ended up reconfiguring their bill to save them like $60 a month too on top of it. Didn't make any money off it. None. But just like the customer service a few months later they came by back and got like three new lines and a couple upgrades and tablets and the full deal they would send their friends and family my way all the time they're like the sweetest old ladies uh well the sweetest old couple this the old lady was like uh a nana she would like I, I told her i was really close to my nana and she passed away unfortunately in 2011 and she used to give me like big hugs every time she'd leave the store like oh adam you're so sweet like, <laughs> i miss that i miss do like you i'm sorry aren't you supposed to be asking me questions um do you miss um oh, i mean sorry do you make those personal connections with your your um clients now or are you not in the storefront enough to make those connections um so I do make a lot of connections with a lot of clients. So my main focus for everything is sales and marketing. So I basically handle all of the um, scheduling and everything to do with employees and the malls. So I'm there a lot training and just shadowing, just overseeing everything. Um, so up until end of February, I was working a lot of shifts in the malls and I would see it every day, every day. There's like some kind of interaction where it was like that. And I was able to, you know, 
give them a discount or anything like just to like make their life a little bit easier and they come back and they're like oh my god or they leave a review because that's the cool thing about using square they they can leave a review and they don't even have to come back and tell me now i know it's like oh wow i had a good experience there was one night i because i used to work every wednesday open to close and um there was one wednesday i had four positive customer interactions four like come through on square and i was just like that's that's insanity boys still got it (laughs) (laughs) once the salesman always the salesman right essentially and it's like as a salesperson i always like enjoyed it but bless you i think that was a sneeze it was a cough but i yeah i i cough really loud so i was like trying to be dainty about it oh it's okay um I always enjoyed sales, but I always felt like I didn't feel right about what I was selling. You know, like they all have their sketchy ways of selling when you work for big corporations and it's never a hundred percent honest, you know, like I used to catch certain employees adding tablets onto people's line on um, family plans and shit just to hit their bonuses. And they would, the customer like would never notice and they would just get away with it. And I'm like, how are you guys allowing this? <laughs> I still have a tablet on my account that is <laughs> broken. Nobody uses. Cause I was like, Hey, can I cancel this? Like, well, you never know. You might need it. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I don't. And I just never <laughs> like canceled it. I probably should. Let them sucker you into keeping it. I do because I was like, well, maybe, you know, we'll find it. It was lost. It was like the, it was lost. We couldn't find it. And I was like, well, we'll just cancel it. And then we found it. Oh, I'm glad I kept it, but nobody ever uses it. Like it's, Oh, I should have canceled it, but they are, they do suffer you in. I've gotten better at saying no, (laughs) but yeah, the cell phone store is the hardest. And if you work for cell phone stores or you, or, uh, your significant other does. This is some information you could pass on to them and they're going to make way more sales. So what I would do is when a customer came in, I'd be like, yo, do you have five to 10 minutes for me to look over your account see if I can save you any money? And I would look over their account and at least half the time I could figure out a way to save them $20 a month. I could save them $20 a month. So I need to sell tablets. I would say I have a way to reconfigure your plan to give you more data, give you a tablet and still save you $10 a month. How does that sound? And they're like, fucking give me two tablets. You know, like I'm saving $10 a month. Give me that other tablet. All right, here we go. (laughs) You know, like it's just about providing value to people. And if you like genuinely care about your customer's bill you will sell a shit ton in cell phones yeah well people first people over profits and it's funny when you choose people over profits the profits always follow so you actually don't have to do any of those like shady things in order to make money it might take a longer time to make money but it's all it it always follows so people over that salesperson that like in the first couple of weeks, I would help the rest of the salespeople in my store do well. And then the last two weeks, I'd go from like last on the scorecard for the whole company to like number three. 
within like a week. And then I'd be in the top three the whole month and end up finishing number one by the end of the month. And it was my managers used to be like, why don't you try harder in the beginning of the month? I'm like, Meh. <laughs> Why? Why yeah. do I have to? It's working. <laughs> so, you know, this is the only way you should light anything is with one of these flickers. You should. Ooh. Fidget spinner. I got to get one of those. Yeah, I have one for you. The only other way you should light something is with an Urban Acres lighter. Well, maybe. No. I, well, you can put your Urban Acres lighter oh. in here, but. Oh, snap. Ah, I lost. I'm not a good fidget spinner. Or you can get the flicker guys to make you custom flickers that say Urban Acres. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, because it's like this is the funnest thing. A fidget spinner lighter. Fidget spinner lighter. Oh, I'd probably annoy people so much. Sometimes, like I have anxiety, and I'll just have stuff in my pocket, and I'll just be like going like this. I'll have my hand in my pocket and just be going like this. Just moving it around in my pocket. So like a fidget spinner, I'd just be sitting there spinning it in front of you like the whole time. And they'd get so annoyed with me. Like this fucking guy. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe people get annoyed with me. Except I don't see people. So, <laughs> right? Uh, they can't get annoyed with me. I see people here. There's still 11 people watching, it says. But I don't see anybody commenting. Which is Oh, weird. no. I meant like, I don't see people to like Oh. annoy them be because we're quarantined it was a, i tell terrible jokes everybody no, laughed at me i'm just I'm no it's away. not you it's it's 100 percent me did you just pull the not it's it's not you it's me <laughs> yes i am a terrible joke teller so no matter how stoned you get my jokes will still be bad so. i really want to get into stand-up comedy so bad <laughs> If you're funny, I don't know. Tell a joke. Tell a joke. <laughs> now you have to do it on the spot. Like it's it's. I I'm not a joke. I'm not a I'm not a joke teller kind of funny person. Like I'm kind of just in the moment. It has to happen. You uh, you had to have laughed a few times this video. <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm also well, very ridiculous. So there's that. Courtney. Yeah. Courtney the other day said I was, uh, what, what, what was I doing? Oh, I chopped wood for like three hours to help out Courtney's parents. And, um, <laughs> mom jokes, Jared says. Um, <laughs> and I come in, I eat dinner, and I was like, oh, I got a shower. Uh, but I should probably stretch so I'm not a sore tomorrow. I'm going to go do yoga. And Courtney's like, why can't you just stretch? I was like, because <laughs> I, I want to go do yoga. <laughs> She's like, why do you have to be so extra? And I literally like, just turned around. I was like, listen, I've always been extra. I'll always be extra. You chose me. Deal with it. <laughs> I just. I'm, extra, I'm, extra. I've been trying to think of a joke this whole time, and I, I can't. I can't do it. You want to hear my favorite mom joke? <laughs> yes, please. So every time I cut fruit or cantaloupe. I'm pretty sure I tell this one to my kids. They don't find it funny. But I would say, why couldn't the fruits get married? Because their parents said they cantaloupe. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Can't elope. Cantaloupe. Can't elope. Cantaloupe. I don't think people got it. Uh, I didn't 
Why couldn't the fruits? I said every time I put fruit. No, I told you mom jokes. I'm not funny. Well, this mom jokes are just oddly funny, the same way dad jokes are. So it's it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's just the way the jokes are designed. Yeah. I, it's, I, go ahead. It's designed for the situation when I'm cutting my fruit and the fruits cannot get married because they cancel out. Cancel. Okay. It's not funny. That's really not fair when you think about it. I think fruit should be able to be married. But they can't elope. I guess they have well, to have a big ceremony or something. It's time to change the name to cantaloupe. Drop the tea. I like it. They can't elope. I'm going to start calling it that. So I'm going to tell them, my kids, you know, on the What Did Adam Say show, he said the fruits can elope. So now they're cantaloupes. They should, uh, they should understand. They'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say, we don't care, mom. They're like, they're loving the quarantine. Most of the time they do miss their friends. Um, but they are on the video games all day. We're like, they're, they're not wanting to engage in like school lessons, I guess, rightfully so. Right. But we're yeah. starting like, back next week but they've been playing a lot of video games listen, they got minecraft listen 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 close i was very good at video games at one point and my mom made me do school work and <laughs> i never learned a thing in school but if i would have kept going with video games i could probably be a millionaire from it right now <laughs> Very well uh, could be. So, if your kids are good at video games, encourage that. <laughs> yeah. That's my, the moral of my story. <laughs> you know, I have to say, yesterday I let Sebastian teach me how to play Minecraft, which I, like, I don't really want to play this thing. But he taught me, and I was like, wow, you're so smart. Like, you know all of this. And then, um, if, if a child has interest in something, they're going to learn it better. So, so yeah, it's not really a terrible thing because they are learning so much. Jared says, <laughs> two blondes drive to Disney. They get all the way down there. The sign says, Disney left. So they turn around and went home. Boom. <laughs> Hako builds on Minecraft for hours. What up, Hako? Oh, I I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Beer baby, guys. We got to show beer baby. So beer baby has only been fertilized with beer. And uh, she's feeling a little dry. I right, saw so some blue moon. All right. Where's your control plant? Does does it look that healthy? Uh, I mean, um, I mean, does it look that sick? <laughs> do you want to see my control plant? So yes, I need to compare. I need to see the comparison. Remember the beer baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how healthy this is. <laughs> look at that. 
This is exactly. why it's important to know your growers, right? And to get good product because you never know what somebody's going to put in the soil and then try I to give you. I haven't done anything. This is just water. Like, and this is just water and sun. And I have this little, like, light bulb over here that I, after it goes dark from, like, 8 to 11, I put it under the light just for some supplemental. But I, I have it on the uh, east side of my house in the morning and the west side of my house in the evening just to get sunlight all day. But, but as you can see, second set of true leaves coming through, already having multiple points, way healthier, way healthier. If you look at, if you could see the stem, I don't know if it'll, yeah, you can kind of see it. It's fuzzy, super healthy looking, just beautiful. Dear baby, not so much. This is my, this is the other control. I have two controls, same thing. Second set of true leaves, looking healthy. So, dear, might I'll be no see. bueno for growing plants. Yeah, I don't think it's really any good. Did you hear about the dyslexic that walked into the bra? <laughs> I need a little, like, a little tiny, like, drum set or something. Kelly said, beautiful babies. I'm actually giving them away soon. I, uh, the control... I never intended for it to survive. I, it just is doing its thing. So <laughs> I'm giving it away and starting a couple more. See if... <laughs> so um, Jared said, how old? They were started about 10 days... Uh, eight days ago. Eight days ago. <laughs> so there's no excuse for it to be a half an inch tall when the others yeah. are like four inches tall. Yeah. My thumbs are not green yet. I'm I'm just starting my journey. Yeah, I mean <sighs> it's surviving the beer baby. So that's gotta say something about my, my green thumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's like a magic trick. A magic power. A superpower. I was brainwashed. Into having a superpower green thumb. I would take yeah. that. My my dad has been a head grower of a local nursery since I was like five or four. And he would like literally just go around and point out a dogwood, tell me it's uh, genus and species, the Latin terminology for it, when it started flowering and budding and how tall it got, everything about every plant. Like, and my, my dad could always do that. I need that knowledge i need all of it <laughs> i wish that i wish that was my life like i wish i learned all about plants when i was younger i wish i like when i was a kid we never went outside <laughs> it was really terrible um we never went hiking we never went to any trails like i my mom was like no flowers in the house ever so like i my my green thumb journey is like literally just beginning Oh, <sighs> please give well, me all. Help. I know some guys. <laughs> well, so, I'm hoping that I can just, you know, spend some time in a lovely, on a lovely farm, picking some leaves, start from the bottom. Like, I'm just going to pick the leaves because that's all I can be trusted to do right now. Well, so. I mean, Not picking the leaves, but we, you know what I mean. We are on the precipice 
of getting a golf course. So we'd be turning the golf course into a hemp farm and we'll need a lot of farm hands. So <laughs> if, if you'd like to come help out, you can. I would. There's going to be just, over 3,000 plants. That sounds like a lot. Like, like a lot. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, one plant, please live, survive for me. Then you're like, 3,000 plants. I, I, I literally can't kill plant. I'm, I'm, I'm only giving this thing beer and it won't die. <laughs> See, outside, like, if you just throw seeds in the yard, like, my yard will grow it. But inside, for me to put it into a pot, it's like... No bueno. No bueno. Well, I'm getting there. No. I'm in the process of learning, so... Almost bueno. Almost. Uh, I do not hear thunder, Hako. It's actually really nice here. I know. There's supposed to be, like, there at three, I think, there were, like, a tor tornado warnings, so... But it was supposed to end at 10. So I was like, oh, we're almost there. But the weather's been Kelly says she's down to help at the farm. All right. I'm holding you to that. I said that on here. So there's proof. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, Hako says. Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> um, um, my house can... So uh, supposedly... My house can withstand a tornado. I don't know. The lady who sold it to us was convinced that if there was any tornadoes that came, this house would be the last one standing. So I'll take her on that. You're like, I don't want to test it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. But it's a very interesting house. I don't know if you guys can see it. Can you? Ooh. So it's a log house and. Um, I'm not sure if, if um, Native Americans, like, built it or if it was just people from the Cape. But, like, in the early 90s, the people, like, lived in a teepee while they built the house. And, like, everything was perfectly fit. And, like, all of the um, pegs and stuff were, like, like caught in, I don't know. So there's, like, hardly any nails in this house. But, like, the way everything was built is, like, built to last. There's actually no drywall in my house either. It's all wood, and then there's cement downstairs. Interesting. Yeah, you're, I like your fireplace in the backdrop there. I've never been to your house, surprisingly. No. Okay. When a party, yeah, huge party. I can't wait until I can have a huge party. Or we can have a small party <laughs> for now. Small parties. A couple of small parties. I have horseshoes. We can play horseshoes. Set up a volleyball net. Smoke. If I ever open a pool, my pool, I don't know. My pool is a pain in the butt. So there's fun things that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. So it's already been an hour, if you can believe it. <laughs> I'm surprised that I got through that. Before, this, before I came on this, I was all kinds of flustered. Like, I was just like, oh, I can't believe nothing's working. <laughs> but we figured out solutions as entrepreneurs and <clears throat> play volleyball, <laughs> like Jared says.
um, and push our ways through it and have an amazing show. <clears throat> this is actually one of my highest viewed shows, I think, for the live stream. Um, I don't know, maybe content wise, maybe because I was able to share it to more spaces, maybe a combination of both, but I'm going to blame it on mostly you. So I <laughs> hope <you>. so. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming on the show. Is there anything else you'd like to plug to the listeners and watchers? Um, I plugged the High Curious and I plugged the Ooh, Flickers. Actually, I want to talk about High Curious a little bit. I meant to, that clicked in my brain and I wanted to talk about that. So before we leave, sorry guys. <laughs> High Curious. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, the High Curious app, it's available on Apple and on for Android, and it's also uh, web-based, but it's a new um, app where it's a cannabis-friendly community where you can um, post or ask questions about um, cannabis, how you use cannabis in your everyday life, or, you know, cooking, um, hiking, you know, just sort of everyday living and how you incorporate cannabis into your life. It's a safe place to share uh, because there are certain um, industries that don't allow people to publicly share about their cannabis um, and experiences so on Facebook, Instagram. They don't really like cannabis people anyway on their, on their site. So this is like a whole new thing where it's like, share whatever you want about, you know, you can share anything. It's not going to get taken down or censored um, as long as it's kind and loving. Um, so you can't be mean to anybody. Uh, but they also do live streams. So there are like shows and i'm actually going to be starting one maybe next month and it's going to be called healthy not high with ashley so we can explore non-psychoactive um uses of cannabis but you should download the app and then you can find me and friend request me there are some really cool shows right now there's um i don't know if you know the mommy jane mm -hmm. um just Bessie Gonzalez, I think is her name, in California. She is um, on there. She has a show Monday mornings. And then there's also Kim B. I don't know. She's from New York. She, yeah, she is. I love watching her shows, right? So she is amazing. So she's on there as well. And so we're really trying to build that um, app and like get more people into into it and have the really cool content um, and be a cannabis friendly place for all um, no matter no matter where you're from you can come and join nice. i curious anything else you'd like to plug thank you so much i should just say like thank you so thank you very much my pleasure it makes it so so I don't want to just sit here and talk to myself. Like I'd rather like reconnect with people, go live, learn more about people and provide value to other people. You know, like it's, it's all good. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I forgot something. <laughs> Sorry. Um, everybody's like, um, so my responsible vendor training class is online in a, um, an online module. So that was actually one really good thing that came out of this COVID-19 quarantine um, is that, it gave me the time to do that, submit it. And so now you can take responsible vendor training online on demand. And for a special time, I'm offering it for $19 uh, because, you know, the adult use industry has taken a real hit. And, you know, I want to be able to provide that. But the online 
on demand is regularly 75. So $19 is a really good deal. Um, so if you're curious, you can check that out. Learnwithquality.com. That's where that you can find that. Yeah, definitely check that out. Definitely worth checking out. And uh, if you enjoyed the show tonight, make sure to like the Facebook page you're watching it on, to subscribe to Twitch if you're watching it on there, subscribe to YouTube, or subscribe to the audio. This shit is everywhere at this point. So make sure you subscribe and keep up. We're on Monday through Friday. I might come up live tomorrow and do my guitar lesson. I'd, I'll have you know I've been getting pretty good at guitar. <laughs> so maybe I'll come on here and do my do my guitar lesson um but besides that thank you so much ashley thank you all for watching good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are good vibes to you peace